Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. It is your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and let me just set the scene for you because I want to know if you ever do this. I am fresh out of the shower in a towel talking to you. I mean, if this is like, this is probably one of those things that I'll do forever. Like when I, whenever I take a shower, I just lay in bed and just let myself fully dry because there's nothing worse than trying to put pants on when you're still a little bit wet. It's like my body has, like I can towel dry, but then I have to dry dry. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm dry drying while I talk to you. So if you're new here, Hip Bodies is a workout group. It's so much fun. I just, I can't even tell you, like I, I love what I do and I'm so grateful for what I do, which I kind of want to like, I'm going to get into that later, but like, so I, I teach live workouts five days a week, Monday through Friday. And part of that is the girl talk. Okay. So we're lifting weights together because I am a trainer and like I, my workout videos are not your cookie cutter workout videos. I'm going to give you workouts that are results driven. So does that mean you're going to finish every workout like dripping sweat? No, no, because that's not what is going to get you the best results. It's just not like we're going to tone your body. We're going to tighten the waistline, grow the booty, all that kind of stuff. And like when we're workout buddies, we're going to talk about stuff. So that's what we do here on the podcast. I get to do it without being like rushed and out of breath, you know, because I just, I have so much to say, so much to tell you about. So I guess the first thing, like this is just weighing heavily on my mind. So I just, and I've talked to you guys about this stuff before, if you've listened to this podcast since the beginning, but so, okay, let's just like reverse. I've always thought I was going to homeschool. My son is going into kindergarten next year and it's kind of time to like, if we're going to homeschool, let's do it, Right. But I have been exploring the other options. There's charter schools in the area that are totally free. But the truth is, like, the more I've kind of learned about them, I'm not so into it. And I'll kind of tell you, like, what the issue is. So these were once private schools that are, like, I think, from what I understand, they were once private schools that became charter schools. So now in order to get their full funding they have to like max out their classrooms and max out their ratios, right? So I think they have like like 26 students to one teacher, which isn't crazy, but um, there's just some things that I've like heard bullying gets really bad and like it's, I don't know. So anyway, the charter schools are actually funded by the public school system and I was really interested in like there's a Montessori school that's really close to our house that I thought would be a good option, but anyway, there's only one school I found that I'm in love with and it's a private school that's a little bit it's a little bit expensive. (laughs) But the same week we had our tour, I almost canceled the tour because I didn't want to waste their time. And I was like, truthfully, this is like, it's so expensive, right? But the same week that happened, the state of North Carolina passed a thing where every family is offered private school vouchers on a sliding scale. So a minimum of 3,000 a year, a maximum of 7,000 a year, just kind of depending on where we fall. So that's amazing. That's like a huge difference, right? So we went and we're obsessed with the school and like we feel so good about it. But like, so he had his interview last week for the school and it went well. I, you know, we still don't even know if he's going to be offered a spot because it's a really, really small school and that's what I love about it. But I'm just like, I'm struggling because I still feel this ache to homeschool And I keep wondering, like, how could I restructure my business so I could do it all? You know, like, 
maybe I move the workouts to 6.30 a.m. Eastern time when Cameron's still home and then, you know, just find pockets of time to get work done throughout the day, but be able to like hang out with my kids and do fun stuff and go to the beach and just go on fun adventures. Like, I, I don't know. I like envision just to even taking a day to go over to Raleigh to like the science museum and like just learn super cool stuff. Like I want to do that stuff with my kids. I don't want to be limited to like only really doing that stuff on the weekends because it's like you're just so exhausted from a crazy week. I don't know. I'm just, I'm struggling. And every time I meet a homeschool family, I'm like, I want them to know like I want to be you. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, everyone says, like, oh, you can try out school, and if it doesn't work, you just switch. And it's, like, with a private school, you actually, like, pay the tuition up front. So you're somewhat committed. (laughs) Like, you know, when you're talking about that kind of money, right, like, you're somewhat committed. So I would at least have to be giving it the full year, right? And, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't know, guys. I... I'm struggling with that decision. And so if you do listen to this podcast and you're going to hit body is like, if I did the live workouts, would it be better if I did the live workouts at 630 in the morning or should I do them like pre-recorded? You know, like what would be the best way to like keep it special? Because I've tried to move the time in the past and I feel like I always lose people. Hardly anyone comes on live. Like, you know, just all the, all the various struggles end up happening when I do that. And like, not to mention, it's hard for me to get up that early to like, bring the same energy as like when I do it at 8 a.m. I've been up for a few hours, right? So, oh, I don't know. So with that being said, I'll tell you what I'm doing inside Hip Bodies this week. We're doing, it's called the OG Strength and Shred. So like back in the day when I first started Hip Bodies, we did five rounds of strength and five rounds of shred. And that was like the Strength and Shred program. And it is so good. It's so hard. We used a timer today and we're going to be using a timer all week. So that way, like the workout is done in 30 minutes, you know, and it is, I mean, it is so challenging. If you're on my email list, even if you're not inside Hit Bodies, you have the workouts this week. It's like sneaky available to the public is how I did it this week. So I just wanted to share them because I was really excited about those workouts. So if you are on my email list, check your email. I sent it out yesterday. Okay. All right, let's move on. Let's Let's get into some fun stuff. I just needed to get that off my chest. And I really do value everyone's opinion who takes the time to share if you what you think I should do. You know, I I might not do what you tell me to do, but like I genuinely take it all in. Um yeah. Yeah. Mm, it's so hard. These kids are only young once. And I tell you, that school, they can offer so much more than I could homeschooling. But then there's, you know, I'm mom. I can offer being, you know, this, there's this short time where I'm like their favorite person in the world, right? And it's, yeah. Anyway, I'll shut up. Okay, let's move on. Let's do a little weekend recap. So last week we had sick kids, such a shame, but they were like feeling better toward the end of the week. Woohoo, miracle. And Friday night we took it easy still. I really wanted to go to Lake Linda's. It's this it's this thing over in Hampstead, which is about an, it's honestly about an hour drive from us, but it's worth it. It's, it's free, but they do accept donations. And I'm definitely one of those people like, I'm a donate. Okay. Like when you put on something like that, like absolutely, it's, it would be crazy to not. It is so magical. It's actually like a drive-through show and like park and like turn your radio on kind of show, but it's like 
It's huge. It's massive. And they also have a walkthrough thing and they have Santa Claus. Sometimes the Grinch is there. Like it's just this whole experience and it's so special. So we, we ended, I, we wanted, I wanted to go. I was the only one. Everyone else wanted to stay in and watch a Christmas movie. So we watched The Naughty Nine on Disney+. Plus. Have you guys watched that yet? Um, I'll tell you my review. I, I didn't mind it, but I didn't love it. You know, for, for me right now, as far as Christmas movies go, go, Noelle is still number one. Naughty Nine, like, I wouldn't even put that, I didn't like it. I just, they were really naughty, okay? Like, sure, they pull, you know, you kind of can predict the ending, right? Like, they're going to pull it together and be less naughty at the end. But, like, I don't know. It was a lot of naughty behavior, (laughs) you know? So, I didn't love the movie, but, hey, whatever. It's a Christmas movie. It's a new Christmas movie at that. It's just always nice when you get a new one that's, like, well-made and, like, not cheesy acting, right? We had watched The Family Switch. I think that's on Netflix. Like, I think it was the weekend before, that one's pretty funny. That one actually had Kevin and I like laughing out loud funny. So I recommend that one if you haven't watched that one yet. Um, yeah, so that's what we did Friday night and we had pizza. Now the next night, Saturday, we met up with our friends. So we they, they came over and we did a nacho night and all of our kids are the same. They had chips, cheese, queso, which is just cheese in a different outfit and sour cream and that was it (laughs) they they had no salsa no protein like nothing else right um but hey whatever it's okay and then I I made some cake mix cookies for the kids because we were going to go look at Christmas lights after and we were talking about doing hot chocolate but we were just thinking ahead and thinking like of the mess which is a really good call. So we did cake mix cookies instead. So if you've never done it, you do a box of cake mix, a stick of butter, and two eggs. You mix it together. And then I rolled it into the balls. And then I rolled it in like the the sprinkles that are like little balls. I mean, you could do any sprinkle, but the recipe I followed, it specifically called them non-parels. Am I saying that right? I have no idea if I'm saying that right. Anyway, uh, so we rolled them in balls and baked them. And they were really good. I've actually... I've never made cake mix cookies before. I've always, I don't want to say like I've felt, I I think I made like a cookie bar once, like way back in the day. I don't know, but they, they were good. Kevin loved them. Casey loved them. The kids just inhaled them. So it was a win. It was a win. Anyway, so we did the cookies and then we went to this person's house. And I'm sorry for those of you who like read my email. I've like talked about it a million times, but like I'm going to talk about it again. So these people, they live probably 10 minutes from our house. And it's these people, the best way I can describe is like they have like probably an acre and a half, two acres. If I had to guess how much property they have, there's two houses on the property. And I believe one is like the mom and like it's their kids. But like everyone's older, like has grown children kind of thing. Like they're all old. okay, right. But like um, but they love kids. okay, and they the way they do their house, it is like the most magical thing like you can drive through or you can walk through. So we did, we walked through, we parked across the street and walked through and it is like, there's music. I mean, they have probably, if I had to guess this year, like at least 150 different like yard decorations just in the yard. And then that's not even counting the stuff that's like on the house above you, like the trees are decked out. And like on the other side of the yard, like on the other side of the driveway, they've done all of that up and they have like 
singing Christmas lights and they have like these really cool like angel wings that you can stand in front of that light up and you can the the kids can actually change the color of them that it has like a controller I mean they just have so much stuff and like we tried to donate money and they they won't even accept donations and I'm like how do I support these amazing people they're like we just do it for the kids and it like it's it's extra sweet because I believe they are I mean, I I just don't think they're like wealthy, wealthy, right? Like, I mean, maybe they are and they just like live in a humble home or something like that. But it was just like, I want to do something to thank you. Like, how can I thank you? And they're, you know, they're just like, we're just happy the kids are happy. And I'm like, this is so amazing. It's so amazing. So anyway, we probably spent like a good half hour there. The kids were dancing to the music. We were enjoying the Christmas lights. Yeah, and that was really nice. And then so we went over to this like, I don't want to call it a park, but it's like a, imagine like an outdoor shopping center with like condos and stuff. Okay. And there's, there's a restaurant there with like a bonfire and it's like right on the river and it's really pretty. And so it's, it's nighttime, but like they have this really big Christmas tree lit up and like Christmas trees all around, like a big open field and they have hammocks and stuff. So we just played, we just like played tag. We had races running around the field. It was so fun. So we were there for probably like another half hour, 45 minutes. And then we went home and the kids like didn't get to bed until like 8, 8.30, 9, like definitely late. But of course they woke up at the same time. And this was the morning I realized I just really need to be smart about when I do this because Kevin, my son, he never has tantrums, literally never. Like if he's crying, he's in physical pain or really really sad about something like I don't know something where it like kind of makes sense right like he doesn't just I don't know he he's he's four years old like he's gonna be five in May like it's he's just he's there he's like he really his tantrum period was pretty short and that morning I'm not joking I stood up from the couch when he came downstairs immediate sobs like sit back down sit back down I'm like what I just have to go to the bathroom bud He's like, sit back down. Like, it was crazy. And then I calm him down. And then I'm like, I'm going to go make you a chocolate. That's like our special morning thing. I get my coffee and he, I make him a chocolate, which is just hot chocolate, right? But I call it a chocolate. Anyway, um, I'm like, and I grab this cup. He's like, is that the cup you're going to use? And I was like, yeah. And he starts crying. Meltdown. He doesn't like the cup. And I'm like, what the, this is like crazy and there was like and I can't remember what the other thing was but it was just like the best way I can describe it is like these impulsive sad emotions and I really feel that it's due to a lack of sleep you know because when it's just my kids like they're never gonna sleep in till like 9 10 a.m it's just it's not for them you know and so the next night like Sunday night I get Casey in bed by six I get Kevin in bed by seven everyone sleeps until 6 a.m and it is just they are new children. They are reset. They are refocused. And so like, I am just like putting this out as a PSA. If your kids are having impulsive emotions and you just aren't sure what to do, you really need to try earlier bedtimes. People make fun of me for how early my kids go to bed, but I'm telling you they are happier children because of it. Because they're, they're never going to sleep in. At least mine aren't. So if the, I don't know if this just any of this resonates, like just take this and at least store it in the back of your brain. Okay. Okay. 
Um, let's see. In regards to the weekend update, I feel like I ate like an a-hole. Can I just say that? Like nachos are just one of those things. I love nachos so much. And when we do nachos, it's like it's grilled chicken. We're getting queso. We're doing like shredded cheese as well. Sour cream. I always make my chipotle sauce. Um, fresh pico de gallo, diced avocado, like the whole thing. Like it's gonna be so good. Um, but we had leftovers. So we ate them again Sunday night. And I'm like, okay, two nights in a row of nachos is like, I just feel icky. I just feel icky. But um, with that being said, I'll just kind of give you like, I want to give you like a food update on me. So I told you last week on the podcast. Now, if you don't know me, if you're like you're new here, I am typically a low carb girly. I feel great. I just all of it. Like I have nothing bad to say about eating a low carb diet. I love it. Okay. The only unfortunate thing is my son is four years old and he is so picky and it's so hard. And I I was just getting into the habit where it was like, I'm making these really fun and delicious keto meals, but my son wouldn't eat them. So it's like, I'm throwing corn dogs in the air fryer. I'm throwing chicken nuggets in the air fryer. Like, and, it, and then it got to the point where he wouldn't even eat that. Like, and I'm just like, what will you eat? Right? So we are just going back to basics. Okay. We're eating like ground beef, rice, chicken, rice. Like he likes broccoli. So I'm doing like steamed broccoli with meals. Like I am just like going, look, we're eating like bodybuilder bros over here. Okay. And I'm tracking my food. Okay. And it's going really well. If you're on my email list, then I emailed out kind of like what I've been eating. So you can check it there, but basically you get the gist, meat, a carb, a veggie, and then like fruits and stuff for snacking. And so I've been serving that to Kevin. And you want to know how it's going? Virtually the same. <laughs> yes. It's getting a little better. He loves sweet potatoes. So that's good. So we're doing like he's eating sweet potatoes. He likes fried rice. So if I do like if I make fried rice, he's into that. So I can kind of like zhuzh up the rice a little like okay like we're learning. We're figuring out things that he'll eat. But it's like it's you know it's temporary. It's just this is such a hard season and as a parent I'm really trying to hold the boundary that we don't just eat frozen trash every single night and like hey this is not like judgment if you do feed your children frozen food every night it's just like I'm someone that you know takes a lot of pride in like cooking these beautiful meals and I'm like you gonna eat it <laughs> you're gonna at least try it right um and I, I I really admire the people who never fall into that trap they just completely abstain from buying the frozen food. They never go to fast food, like all that kind of stuff. I mean, my child could live on Wendy's cheeseburgers. He loves Wendy's cheeseburgers. It's like the only thing that I know for sure he's going to eat that has protein in it. I mean, is it sad that like that feels like a win when he's eating a Wendy's cheeseburger? I'm like, oh, it's so hard. And I, you know, everybody's like, just relax. Like, you know, and I'm like, like you literally don't understand he's gonna like whine that he's hungry but then not eat anything remotely healthy and it's so hard so yeah anyway that's what's going on there um I wanted to give you a advent calendar update is that weird so my mom got me an advent calendar she is my mom's like the most thoughtful person in the universe like 
she just goes all out like to this day like I have kids of my own and she's like she's making Christmas special for me still you know and so anyway she she always gets the kids advent calendars and she gets me one last year she got me like a lint chocolate one and I gotta tell you though those lint chocolates are so good if you've never had a lint chocolate just like do yourself a favor next time you're at the grocery store pick up a bag they're so good okay so good they're just like creamy and like you can tell that is how chocolate is supposed to taste it is so good okay anyway back to the point so this year I have an Ulta calendar so each day I'm getting this like new Ulta product and I am having so much fun trying these different products that I'm using one it's from Juice Beauty and it's like an apple peel and I hate that I love it because like so all of them are like pretty much sample sizes I think there's a couple full-size products in there but for the most part it's pretty small so I have this like this apple peel one I would say I probably have like five or six masks out of it okay but it's like um it's almost like a natural based chemical peel it's gonna like even your skin tone that kind of stuff it is so good and I looked it up and of course it's $50 for a little tub of it and I'm like cool 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 I hate that I like it <laughs> um I've always wanted to try that like Olaplex stuff I think that's how you say it I so I have a little sample of that which is like the hair I don't know, like conditioner or something, like a bonding, whatever. So that's in there. Um, I have the Too Faced, like they it, they call it like lip injection, whatever. But it's just basically, you know, makes your lips fuller. It's like a lip gloss. It's like plumping for your lips somehow. I don't know. Um, what else? What else have I gotten? There was like a neck repair thing, which like my neck. I just don't have a cute neck. I have. I've always had wrinkles in my neck since I was a kid. Like. I don't know. I'm not self-conscious about it, but I'm just like, yeah, like I'm never going to have like a nice neck, you know? I'm, I do admire a good neck when I see one, but I just like, I know that's not going to be me, unfortunately. Um, out of curiosity, do you believe you have a nice neck? I think that's interesting. Like, I don't, I feel like, is it because I'm older that I'm more aware of it now? I just never cared before, but I've just always had wrinkles in my neck. It's not like an age thing. It's not a phone thing. It's just, it's a me thing. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm really liking that advent calendar and I wanted to just share that idea in case it like sparks something for you, maybe for next year. Maybe you can get them like on a deal now. Um, okay. So that is, that was all I had written down. That was, I just really blew through what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Hmm. Okay. So I'll tell you what I'm kind of thinking for the new year for hip bodies. Like I'll just kind of walk you through, like, I guess the behind the scenes of me <laughs> figuring it out. I've been asking the hip bodies people, right now we're doing like a new theme every week and like what the benefit is there is no one ever feels behind because it's like every Monday is a fresh start it's a fresh vibe of workouts and like I think that's really nice but like sometimes if you're really liking something and you just feel like you're getting into it it's like we're already switching it up you know so I get it and I I I don't know like as a trainer I struggle I go back and forth between the two but like so I asked everyone I did like a poll do you want like a full challenge or do you prefer when we switch it up weekly and a lot of people say they prefer the full challenge but I, I think where I struggle is like is when it's like week two or week three and you haven't done any of the workouts people are like mm, I'm just gonna wait till the next challenge as opposed to like you can jump in at any time you know like you don't have to have done all the other workouts to do this one to do today's right so I don't know. Do you do you feel my struggle? So I'm trying to figure out at the new year what I want to do. Um, I am working on a planner for the new year. And yeah, 
if you have any requests for the new year and what we do at the new year, please let me know. Um, I, I am thinking I'm at least going to do like the same vibe for all of January. And I, I was even thinking of going as far as like a legit meal plan, just something really simple for people to follow. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know your thoughts. If you're into those ideas. And if even more beneficial, like I want to know, like this is where you can get really honest. If you're not a part of Hit Bodies, what, you know, if what, if I offered something at the new year, what is like the thing that I would offer that would make you go, okay, now it's time. I gotta be a part of it now. Okay. That type of feedback that obviously, I mean, duh, obviously that's going to help me, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's, that's super helpful. So if you, if you have that information for me, definitely let me know. So I guess this week is just going to be a quickie because like I didn't, I I thought it would take me longer to talk about all those things, but I guess I'm talking quickly. So the last thing I was going to talk about was my unpopular opinion. <laughs> maybe, maybe this will end up taking longer, but okay, we're going to talk about eyebrows for a second. So I, as a 34 year old woman, I have witnessed the very thin eyebrow trend, the high arch eyebrow trend, the black dark eyebrow trend, the almost like stamped thick eyebrow trend. And more recently, it is a flat, very flat eyebrow that people are really into where they're as far as like shaving off the ends of their eyebrows so they can just draw on what they want. And then like, uh, what was, well, any, what's it called? The lamination, the brow lamination where you like make it go up. Okay. My unpopular opinion is I'm not against putting some brow makeup on, but where, where my belief is through, you know, what's going to stand the test of time for a timeless look for your brows is to embrace what you have naturally and just enhance it. So, you know, during the thin eyebrow trend, don't go crazy thin, you know, during the brow lamination, just don't don't do anything crazy. Don't do anything crazy permanent. Like I think these people shaving off the ends of their eyebrows, like it doesn't always like grow back as good. You know what I mean? Like I'm a big fan of just take what you have naturally and just enhance it. Don't, you know, these eyebrow trends, when they change, they change quick. And if your eyebrow hair can't make the switch quick enough, it's like, and I will say, I don't know, where do you guys stand on microblading? So when microblading became, I feel like it got really big in like 2016. I don't know. Is that, I, at least where I lived in 2016, microblading was like everyone wanted to get it done. And now it's like not as popular, but it's still, it's still around, right? My, I never did it. I kind of wanted to, but I never did it because you like couldn't sweat. And I was like, well, sweating is my literal job. So I can't do that right? It was like you couldn't sweat for like a whole, like a week or two or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I unfortunately not for me. And looking back, I'm kind of glad because my eyebrow hair is pretty light. And like, from what I understand, the way it fades over the years, I mean, you have to get touch-ups, right? But it, it can just look that kind of gray. And like, I don't know, it's just a lot of people are like coming out now, like, oh, I kind of regret it. Like now it's like another thing that I have to keep up on. I don't know. So where do you stand? If you got microblading done, do you love it? Are you glad you did it? Is it that big of a deal to keep up on it? I feel like now we can really make an informed decision on microblading. Back in 2016, it was just like, I'm tattooing my face 
and this is a great idea. You know what I mean? Like, but like now fast forward, it's like, okay, it's, we've seen, we've seen the long term, like how it's going to look after a couple years, like how often you have to touch it up. Yeah. So let's give everyone the info, give everyone the tea. If you're one of those people that did it a long time ago. Um, yeah, so I'm not, I'm truly not against microblading. I just don't think based on the fact that I can't even seem to get a haircut once a year and I know I will not keep up on it the way it probably needs to. And then it's just going to look icky. And I, I really like to be someone who is comfortable going in public without any makeup on. I don't know if I'll feel that way forever, but I just, I really want to be comfortable with my face. Is that weird? I don't know. And so, and maybe that's why like, I'm just someone that like, doesn't necessarily follow eyebrow trends. And even the like, the like extreme lash trends can be kind of a tricky one, right? I feel like a lot of people who had eyelash extensions for a long time, I don't know if it's true. Uh, do, do your eyelashes suffer after that? Or is it, does it just seem thinner because you just had eyelash extensions? Like what? I need the truth. I need the truth. But I'm someone I've never had eyelash extensions and that was purely a cheapness decision. I absolutely wanted them. But like now, many years later, the things that stop me from getting eyelash extensions is number one, I I don't know, I feel like you can usually tell and I don't love the way that looks. Number two, the like last couple days before you get it filled, like, I I don't know, it's just, it's a lot of pressure. Obviously the maintenance is a lot of pressure that I simply cannot keep up with. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much my answer. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my unpopular opinion, which is that these brow trends are just really hard to keep up with. And my advice as a not trendy person, someone who lives in exercise where is just embrace what you have and enhance it. Okay. Uh, with that being said, I do, I want to finish this out with like one last tip. I bought this product at Ulta a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, and it is a color depositing conditioner. So I dyed my hair brown a couple months ago, like just kind of dyed over the color. And I just use this after I wash my hair it and I leave it on for like three minutes and it just kind of keeps the brown like vibrant without having to like re-dye it at all. You know what I'm saying? I really like this product. It's $20 for a bottle of the conditioner. You definitely don't have to use it every time. I would say I probably use it like I don't know, like I'll wash my hair and condition it twice without it and then use it. And then if I'm like, oh, it's kind of like fading more, then I'll just start using it every time for a couple of washes. I don't know. It's And if you leave it on longer, it shows up more, I think. So I'll do that sometimes if I have time. But yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You know what we need to finish with? We need to finish with some books. Okay, so I just finished the book Never Never by Colleen Hoover, which is kind of a controversial book. People did not like it because of the ending. So I'm going to need you to read it. If you're a reader, I just need you to read it so we can talk about it. So my review is the ending wasn't like spectacular, but the book itself, like I kept me interested along the way. And like, I really liked it. I I just, maybe I'm not picky enough. I don't know. Um, I gave Cameron a book summary and he said, yeah, it sounds like I, I didn't like that ending. I'll, I'll leave it at that because I don't want to leave any spoilers. He just I didn't like that ending. So 
I'm, I'm going to need your feedback if you're a reader. Never Never by Colleen Hoover. And I think Taryn Fisher is who she like co-wrote it with. But I just, I, it was like a mystery. I don't know. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really, really good. So the next book I'm reading, I'm reading the second Court of Thorn and Roses book. It's called A Court of Mist and Fury. So I just started it. I will keep you posted. This will be my 20th book since I got my Kindle in like September. That's how many books I read. Go me. I'm just a little bookworm. The problem is I'm reading all nonfiction, which is truly the equivalent of watching TV. Like it's a little more focused, but it's it feels superior to TikTok scrolling. So I'm feeling good about it. Um, I know, I know I keep saying I'm like gonna wrap this up, but I feel weird because this is short. And so I do just I did remember something that I kind of wanted to talk to you about. So I, I just to kind of go back to like my fitness journey, I kind of wanted to give you like an update, I guess. So as you guys know, last month, I, right before Thanksgiving, I got down to like 158. That was what I saw on the scale. I was eating low carb. So I've kind of hovered around 161. So I'm imagining it's essentially water weight, right? Like I was kind of maintaining, I don't know. I don't feel like I've gained weight. I've been basically 161 all week. I'm going to see what the scale does. And I'm, my intention for the rest of the year is to track during the week you know, if we have something going on, I'm just going to eat whatever on the weekends, like nachos. I'm just, I'm going to live a little. Okay. And then my intention is just regardless of what's going on, I'm going to go back to keto in January. My son is just going to have to figure it out. (laughs) Um, and to just freaking finish this weight loss journey. I've been on it for so long, but I really do. My goal is to get down to 150 and potentially further. Right. But yeah, I'm, so the way I'm tracking right now, I'm not, overly restrictive like I'm probably eating like 2100 calories a day so it's not an aggressive deficit and on the weekends I'm not tracking but I'm also not eating like an a-hole like when I eat nachos it's not like I'm like eating junk food all day it's like I just I eat mindfully and then I'm just like I'm eating what I'm eating for dinner and it is what it is and so I also feel like that's a great way to ease into a maintenance routine so that's why I kind of wanted to share that so If you're in a season where you're trying to like figure out how to get into maintenance, I think that's a fantastic approach to just like track during the week. And then if you take the weekend off, see how that feels, see what your body does. But the biggest thing is like remaining aware of what your body is doing. Because if you do the like, oh, I ate like an a-hole all weekend. Now I don't want to look. And then you get on and then you avoid any type of like accountability for it. Then you're going to just slowly move in the wrong direction again. Right. So you really got to like remain aware and then you know get back to tracking on Monday and it's like okay let's see if this like levels out because it's probably just a little bit of water weight if you did have some fun over the weekend and yeah that is my approach so I hope that's helpful all this being said thank you for listening to the hip bodies podcast um if you want to try my workouts go to hipbodies.com there will be a little pop-up and it'll invite you to try the three-day slate and that's a like three days of workouts three days of like eating or whatever. And yeah, if you like it, you can join. I'd love to have you. At the new year, we're going to be doing, you know, just a lot of really fun stuff. And I cannot wait to reveal it all to you. But of course, I do want your feedback as I'm building it all. So please, please, please send it over. And thank you for listening. Have a great week. Bye.